0: It's good to see each and every one of you here this morning. I want to make two real quick announcements. won't take but a minute. But the first one you'll find in the pew in front of you, a little slip that looks like this. It's for our guests, if you would, to fill it out, if you would like a visit. It's for our members, if you have someone that you would like to, for us, our evangelistic team, to visit. You fill it out, drop it in the offering plate, and we will do our best to get those visits taken care of through our evangelistic team. The second announcement is back on the table out in the foyer. There's a card like this. This shows how to get online to see our live stream as far as the wind, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Also, it will show how to get the uh, archives and our new web page. We have a brand new web page. shows all of our announcements, all that stuff. In time, it will have an up-to-date calendar, so you can pick one of these up. They're on the table out in the foyer, and that way you can be up-to-date and have all the information. Keep up with what's going on. We praise God for you being here this morning. I told the gentleman this morning in our office, I'm getting tired. We have uh, walked a whole lot of miles, but we're going to finish up our first journey with Paul's first missionary journey today. But you're going to have to be ready to go today because we're going to have to travel all the way from Antioch, or I'm sorry, all the way from Iconia all the way to Antioch of Syria, which is a pretty good little piece. So we're going to make a long journey today, but we're going to be finishing up the first missionary journey of Paul. We uh, again say thank you for being in prayer for Syria, I and I, and all the ministry team within the church. Folks, I, uh, I praise God for everybody that stepped up and have said, hey, we will take a place of responsibility and have fulfilled those roles. You be in prayer. We've got a lot of folks that are sick, a lot of folks that are having surgeries and tests and so forth. Be sure and remember them. This morning, I ask you, just be in prayer, that the power of God the Holy Spirit will fall upon this place this morning. Will you stand with me as we pray? Lord God, we do thank you and we praise your name. That this very day, this very hour, this moment, we pray for the loosening of God the Holy Spirit. We pray, Lord God, that you will minister to every heart, every life, every situation there is within every life. Now, Lord God, this morning, as we sing praises to you, as we worship you, as we study the Word, let everything we do bring honor and glory to you. Touch hearts, Father. Change lives. Bring revival. Let us be renewed through the power of God the Holy Spirit. And we give you praise for it. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen amen. amen.
1: Good morning. Let's remain standing. Sing this song. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Our God reigns you. Continue to praise him, you may be seated. I will praise him when I saw the cleansing fountain open wide for all my sin. I obeyed the spirit's wooing when he said, Wilt thou? Will praise Him, I will praise Him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give Him glory, all ye people, for His blood can wash away each stain. Though arrow, all I claim was swept away. Wishes at my feet in his lay. I will praise him, I will praise him, praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give him glory, all ye people, for his blood can wash away each day. Blessed be the name of Jesus, I'm so glad he took me in. He's forgiving patricians, he has cleaned my heart from sin. I will praise him, I will praise him, praise the land for sinners slain. Give Him glory, all ye people, for His blood can wash away each stain. Glory, glory to the Father. Glory, glory to the Son. Glory, glory to the Spirit. Glory to the three in one. I will praise him. I will praise him. Praise the lamb for sinners slain. Give him glory, all ye people. For his blood can wash away each day. Amen. Praise him. Continue praise Him 227, our Hymn Book. Praise Him, praise Him. Praise Him, praise Him, Jesus, our blessed Redeemer. Sing, O earth, His wonderful love proclaim. Praise Him, Hail Him, High Archangels in glory, strength and honor. To his holy name Like a shepherd Jesus will guard his children In his arms He'll carry them all day long Praise him, praise him Tell of his excellent greatness Praise him, praise him Ever in joy long Praise him, praise him Jesus, our blessed Redeemer. our sins, He suffered and bled and died. He, our rock, our hope and eternal salvation. Hail Him, hail Him, Jesus the crucified. Crown His praises, Jesus who bore our star. Love for deep and strong praise him praise him tell of his excellent greatness praise him praise him ever in joyful song let's stand on this last verse let's just come forward this time for the morning's offering last verse praise him praise him Jesus our blessed redeemer heavenly portos Loud with ozena ring, Jesus, Savior, reigneth forever and ever. Crown him, crown him, prophet and priest, be like crush, Jesus redeemed, he praises, grace coming over the world. Praise Him, praise Him,
0: ever in joyful song. It's great to be able to praise our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as we come before His throne right now, giving back unto Him that that He's blessed us with so much in His ties and our love offerings. Brother Robert. Would you ask the Lord to bless our tithes and offerings of birth? Amen.
1: I kind of moved the offering up a little bit because I want this next hymn to prepare our hearts, our minds, our soul for this morning's message. Forget about what's outside those walls. Psalms 4610, be still and know that I am God. Be still my soul. Pessoal... Still my soul, thy blessed.
2: I have journeyed Oh sure. Oh, oh, oh. Hey!
0: Kiddos, I think you're gathered back there toward the back. Mercy me. This morning we're going to pick up <clears throat> in Acts chapter 14, verse 21, but I want to back up to verse 19 so we can really see what took place as far as God starting to move and work miracles through the apostles. In verse 19 of chapter 14, and it says, I said 14, I'm sorry, verse 19, verse 19 of chapter 14. Then the Jews from Antioch and Iconia came, and having persuaded the multitude, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the city, and the next day they departed. A little further back, we see that Paul acknowledged a man that was lame, that had not walked from birth, and there you go a verse or two further back than that, it says, and God will perform miracles through his apostles. Now then, it's real easy for us to see the miracle that God performed with the lame man because it said when Paul told him to get up, he got up, leaped, and walked, and praise God. But we can almost skip over, at least I did, there in verse 20, where they stoned Paul and assumed him to be dead, evidently he was in pretty rough shape. If you can imagine men throwing stones and how he could have been pulverized, how he could have been bleeding and knocked unconscious to the point of where they actually thought he was dead. And they dragged him out of the city. I can only imagine them grabbing hold of his heels, the foot, somebody a hold of each foot, and dragging him out of the city over the rough cobble streets. If there were cobble, if not, just dirt. Dragged him out of the city and left him for dead. And that's kind of what the world does with people. It just kind of deteriorates, stones them, and leaves them for dead. Yet, when God's in control, even as in Paul's situation, it says, and the disciples gathered around. It doesn't say they gathered around and they prayed, it doesn't say they gathered around and laid hands on. So I'm just assuming, okay? MacMills assuming. They were gathering around with broken hearts and saying, Now what do we do? Our leader is dead. Does that not sound somewhat familiar within our world today? Those that have used to step up and, and be our leaders are no longer doing that for whatever reason. And the world says, come on and follow us now. The apostle's standing there looking around, and God says, this is just the beginning, not the end. Beat up, Paul. Beat up, bruised up, cut, possibly, probably bleeding from stones. And it says he stood up as though there was nothing wrong and went back into the city. Folks, that's the way God does things. We don't have to always plead, beg, and cry and say, oh God, please help us. God says, I see your need when you're walking with me and when you're talking with me, when you're communicating with me, I see your need and I will meet that need. He saw the need of that disciple group gathered around Paul at that moment and he says, Paul, get up, let's go. We got a job to do. And the word says, and he stood up and he went back into the city, he and Barnabas. Now then, starting in verse 21, we see the conclusion of the missionary journey. And it says, and when they had preached the gospel in the city and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconia, and Antioch, searching the souls of the disciples. Or strengthening, I'm sorry, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them, continue in the faith, and saying, We must through many tribulations endure the kingdom of God, or enter the kingdom of God. And when they had anointed the elders in the church, appointed the elders in the church and prayed with fasting, they commanded them to the lo- commended them to the Lord, whom they had Believed And after they had passed through Presidia and they came to Pamphylia. now when they had preached the word in Pegra, they went down into Atalia. And from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commissioned by the grace of God for the work which they had been completed. Now when they had come and gathered the church together, they reported all that god had done with them and when he had opened the doors of faith to the gentiles so they s- said there is a long time or they stayed there with them, a long time with the d- disciples as we look at what god is doing in our midst i really wonder if we are willing together together and talk about and share and enjoy what God is doing? Are we too busy looking as to what we wish would happen rather than taking time to say thank you Lord God for what he is doing right now? I look and I say in my own heart, God, we, we, we want to grow the church. We want to grow numerically, yes, but we want to grow spiritually. I want us to grow and walk closer to you. I look back when I, when I really stop and think. I look back and I, I think about two years ago, three years ago, when we were going through the, the COVID, as you want to call it, whatever, We couldn't meet, we couldn't come, we couldn't think, we couldn't pray, we couldn't study. And we did, you know, with Brother Thomas helping, Brother DeWayne helping, uh, we we put out podcasts and we preached in the parking lot and we did everything we could do to get the word out. And there were those that were faithful and they came and they heard. And those that were faithful and listened on the internet and live stream but as that was lifted as that problem went away God's people came back to his house God's people came back to him all of you said let's go back and worship our God let's not forsake that which God's called us to do. And here this morning, I look out and I see each and every one of you, and I want to say thank you, God. Thank you, God, for laying upon their hearts to overcome that which the world throws at us, the devil throwed at us through this, this sickness and come back and worship him. And here we find, as Paul and Barnabas retraced their steps, walked back through those places that they had preached and those places that they had established churches, those places that maybe they were just, probably just little home churches, maybe just two, three, four people possibly. But they came back and it says, and they came back for the purpose of encouraging them, exhorting them, and encourage him to stay with the faith. Don't look so far ahead to what you think you wish God would do. But let's give praise to God what he's doing right now. Let's give praise to God what he's done in the past. Let's say thank you, Lord God, that we're where we are today. And this is what Paul and Barnabas was doing as they went back by the, all those churches. And it simply says... And when they had preached the gospel in that city, they made and many disciples, and they returned to Lystra, Icona, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, "We must through tribulation enter the kingdom of God." Over in in Second Timothy. Paul refers to this, I'd like to, I'd like to read just that to you in 2 Timothy chapter 3 in verse 10 and it says, but you have been careful following the doctrine, the manner of purpose of faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecution, affliction, which happened to me at Antioch, and Iconia. And Lystra, what persecution I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. In a later time, Paul says, let me tell you, I have experienced all of those tribulations that you're going through. Talking to Timothy, I I have experienced all of those, but God saw me through it we experienced the problem of the COVID. Oh, yes, we lost some loved ones, we lost some friends, we lost some acquaintances, but God has seen us through it. God has walked us through it, and this is what Paul is saying to the church, and I think that's what we need to look at today. God is going to see us through it. Don't throw up our hands. Don't say oh me, don't say oh my, don't say what are we going to do in the future, let's look at what God has done and is doing right today, right now, look and see what God is doing in your life. You don't need to look and see what God's doing in my life. You don't need to look and see what God's doing in Brother Paul's life or Miss Joanne's life or Miss Ruth's life, you need to look and see what God is doing in your life right now at this moment. What is God doing? And Paul says, yeah, there's a lot of tribulation. There's going to be a lot of hurt. There's going to be a lot of upset. But through those tribulation, through those upsets, we will enter into the kingdom of God. So when they had anointed elders in every church and prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. other words, Paul says, let me tell you, you can't do it. So I'm asking God to cover you so that you can lead the church as you've heard the word taught. Folks, we can't do it today. We as preachers, teachers, we as leaders within it, we can't do it within ourselves. It says they chose leaders. They picked them and they placed them in places of leadership and they acknowledged their growth with the Lord. They acknowledged their faith in God, but He reminded them you can't do it and we are commending you. We are giving you over to God to work through you. And I I feel like that's probably, possibly, one of the biggest downfalls that we have in our Christian community today is we're trying to do it ourselves. We're trying to say, well, let's have this idea. Let's use this philosophy. Let's use this scheme or let's use this trying to get folks in when we really, truly, honestly need to say, Lord God, you do it. We're here. You lead us, but God, you do it. You know, you can have all kinds of of ideologies. You can have all kinds of schemes to get people to come. You can have a a, a great big feed, and I guarantee you, we fill that family life center up over there to have them running over in the other rooms. The next Sunday morning, you don't see them in church. But whenever God fills a room up, whenever God works a miracle, whenever God grabs hold of your life, whenever through the power of the Holy Spirit you're drawn to worship Him, the next week you're going to be here. Because it's not man, it's not our ideas, it's God's idea. It's God's plan. And this is what Paul is saying to the leaders within the church. Let God lead you, and we believe that the church will flourish. We believe that God will work, and it says, "And after they had passed through Persidia, and they came to Pamphylia, and when they had preached the word in Pegua, they went down into Atalia, and from there they sailed to Antioch. They just every little town community they went through, and if." If you don't have a map in your back of your Bible by chance, if you'd be interested, I, I have a map. I, I I found this on the internet, and I I have some copies of it. If you would like to look at it, and it shows this entire journey and even where they went back and followed. And it was no short, it was no short walk. But every place they went. They proclaimed the gospel. There was a fellow I worked with uh, many years ago, an IMB missionary, Lonnie Doyle. He was in it, Brazil on the Amazon River for 32, 3, 4 years. I don't know exactly. I'm not sure he knows exactly how long he was there. He had got where he was more Brazilian than he was American, and he worked up and down the Amazon River. And in one of the trips that we made, one of the missionary journeys that we made, we were going down the river, the riverboat just put, 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 putting along. And all at once I heard Brother Lottie say, there it is, there it is, there it is. And the boat captain turned the boat over and we went to the shore. Now I didn't see a thing but tucked back in that jungle back away from the river where when it flooded and came up it was not affected was a little village and in that little village at some point in time brother Lonnie had been there and started a little church And there had been some Brazilian national missionaries that had gone in there from time to time and worked. But from the river, going down the river, you could not see it. It was so set back in the jungle, yet, Brother Lonnie says, there it is. Let's stop. Let's encourage them. Did they know we were coming? Nope. Did they get on the... on the cell phones and call everybody and say, hey, Brother Lonnie, the missionary's here. Nope. Now, what I'm getting ready to tell you, I don't know how it happened except the glory of God. But we pulled up and walked probably 30, 40 yards back in the jungle. And here was this little village. And within 30 minutes, give or take a little, People came out of that jungle from every direction. Now, they didn't come to see this guy, but every one of them went to Brother Lonnie and thanked him for stopping because they knew he would share the word. One of those places... That God had um, had done a mighty work, not a huge amount, but a mighty work in those people that had not heard the gospel. Yet, when he went back, that one that started the work, that one that left the work in the power of God's hands, when he went back, the people came. They didn't want to hear how Brother they didn't care who we were. All they wanted to know was about Jesus. One of the few places that Brother Lonnie said, Brother Mac, if if it doesn't offend you, I would like to preach. And not interpret. And I said, You go to it, brother. Now I don't have any idea what he said because he preached in Portuguese. But I watched those people that were sitting around, those folks that had come out of that jungle, those folks that didn't have somebody every day, every week, they're preaching. I watched them. They were just like a sponge. Soaking it up. Soaking up the word of God. And this is what Paul and Barnabas were accomplishing by going back through all these churches, all these cities, all those believers that they had spoken to, that they had led to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, down through each one of these, and they encouraged them, and they exhorted them. They said, stand fast to the faith. Verse 27, or verse 26, And from there they sailed to Antioch, That's Antioch, Syria, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work which they had completed. Now, when they had come, they gathered the church together and they reported all that God had done with them and that he had opened the doors of faith to the Gentiles. So they stayed there a long time, with the disciples. They came from city to city to city to city and encouraged the folks. But when they got back to Antioch of Syria, but when they got back to the church that sent them out, the church that, what we call with our missionaries, that had commissioned them to go, prayed for them, continued to pray over them. When they got back to the church, it says they gathered the church together. And they reported, they told them what God had done. You see, when God does a work through him, You just can't wait to share what God's done. You just can't wait to say, Let me tell you how God worked in this place. Let me tell you how God worked in this place. Let me tell you how God worked in that man's life that was crippled. Let me tell you how God took Paul that was literally pronounced dead, and he got up and said, hey, let's go on to work. Let us tell you about how God has taken folks that were so far out into different types of religion, so far out in different ideologies, and drew them in, even those, listen, those Gentiles, God drew them in, and God blessed them. And God forgave them. And God is doing a mighty work. Can you imagine the excitement that was taking place in those Christians alive there in Antioch? And saying, boy, God acknowledged what we did in commissioning them and sending them out and did a great work. And they're back here telling us about it. I, uh, I don't know how many times God has allowed myself and other folks on that have been on mission trips to send in their churches and share what God has done. I, uh, I guarantee you we could start with Terry and Cherry and myself and several others here and we could spend the rest of the day and then some sharing with you what God has done on mission trips that we've been on. It's not what we've done. It's not what we did. All we did was try to be obedient. Just like we did during the Koba. It wasn't what we did. It wasn't how hard we worked. It was just trying to be obedient under God and put the word out. This is what Paul and Barnabas has done. And now they have completed the mission trip. They have shared with the church. And there's that time that lets down. I've heard folks say, I'm ready to go back to the mission field where God's working. They come home and it's the the letdown of you and I because we're not walking that close with God we're not depending upon God like those folks did it's not new to us I think Paul and Barnabas recognized that because the last verse and it says so they stayed there a long time with the disciples I don't think they were just there going to church I don't think they were there just marking time. I think they were there sharing the gospel. Sharing the gospel with those that were saying, wow, I wish I could have been a part of that. Wow, I wish I could have heard that. I wish I could have seen that. There are those that have said to me, I don't know how many times. Brother Mack, I... Really wished I could go on a mission trip. But due to first one reason or another, it's impossible for them to go. And I always say to them we need those like you that can't go, has to stay home to hold the rope, to hold the line to be that mediator between us and what God is doing and what we are facing in trials and tribulations on the mission field in prayer at home. It's not any different in our churches. For I'm sure there's some of you sitting here this morning that's saying, I can't do that. I'm too old, my physical being, I'm too sick, I whatever. I just can't do that. Anymore. And that's true. That's true. I can't do things I used to could do at all. my I tell my wife all the time, Honey, I don't even think about the, doing the things that I used to do without even thinking about it. It's too much work. My body won't let me do it. But there's one thing you can do. You can lift this preacher in prayer every day that God can use me to share the word properly. You can use this pastor right there, Brother Thomas, that works with our students. Pray for him every day that God will bless him and use him. Pray for those ministry team leaders that look after you, take care of you. Pray for them every day and lift them up. Hold the rope. Hold the anchor. And this is what I believe Paul was telling the church when he got back. No, you didn't get to go, but you held the anchor. You were the strength. You were the shield. You were the one that held us up before God so the devil couldn't have his way. So I charge you this morning. You may not be a teacher. You may not be one that's a part of the evangelistic team. You may not sing in the choir. But I guarantee you, you can get on your face before God in prayer and lift those that do. And that will encourage the entire church. As we look at what God is doing right now, And expect what he's going to do in the future. Don't look in the future. Don't worry about tomorrow. God's got it in hand. Just look at what God is doing this minute right here. And be faithful to say, Lord God, I want to be like Paul. I want to be like Barnabas. But maybe I need to be that church, the part of that church, that body that holds the line, that holds the anchor through prayer, making intercession for those that's out there on the front line. I charge you today, be that church, be that person, Look at what God is doing right now, Father. I thank you, and I praise your name that we can join together, even as the church did in Paul's time, and say, Lord God, you strengthen those that are on the line. You use those that have been commissioned. You bless those, whether they're in Mexico or Romania or. Right here in the United States, it doesn't matter, Lord, you bless them. We pray for them. We lift them up to you, Father. We stand in the gap on their behalf. Lord God, we thank you for what you're doing right today. Right here in this service this morning, you minister to every heart. You know the needs. You know what needs to take place. If there are those that need to be saved today, Lord God, I pray that through the power of God, the Holy Spirit, you'll convict their hearts and they'll say, yes, Lord, yes. There's those that have strayed away, those that need to get back in fellowship, that need to get back with you, Lord God, I pray that they will fall on their face before you and just say, oh, God, forgive me. Lord, if there's those that need to join the church, need to follow the baptism, whatever it is, Father, direct them, lead them through the power of God the Holy Spirit to be obedient unto you and come to your will. And we'll give you praise for it, Father. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Would you stand with us, Brother Harold? You come on. Don't wait. Don't tarry. Right now, right this moment, come to God me not O gentle
1: Savior, hear my humble cry while on others thou art calling do come, on, right
0: come. Not pass come on to Jesus right now Just come to him Say I'm ready Lord Forgive me, Lord, where I failed you. Lord, I want to stand in that gap. I want to be that one that holds the light. That one can depend upon. Know that I'm praying for them. You come on. Don't waste
1: Come to Jesus.
0: We praise God for you being here this morning. I encourage you, be back tonight. Brother Thomas is going to have the service. He's going to share with about with you about his trip to Israel. I guarantee you, you'll be blessed. You'll enjoy it. He's got uh, pictures and he's uh, overflowing with what God showed him and what he experienced. In Israel. So you be here 6 o'clock, and uh, I guarantee you God will bless you in a mighty, mighty way if you'll just come and be a part. Also, I would once again, and I've said this a number of times, if God would lay it on your heart to help with the children, they drastically need help. They need someone that would just come and help them, give them an. Basically, another warm body to work with those kiddos. Uh, We are working those that are working with them right now very, very hard. They just need a little help. So you come, see Miss Tammy, talk to her. She'll get you plugged in somewhere. Okay? Any other announcements? Right quick, we need to make. Brother Brad, pray for us. Get us.